My good friend Ben Davis is here today. He's a Tony honored actor, Tony honored actor and a singer who's appeared on Broadway, TV, film, and concert stages all over the world. He's also a very good friend because he hangs out with top wine geeks in the city. And hello. Hello. <laughs> Ridiculous. Hey, it's, hey, it's the season, man. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for jumping on. Yeah. Totally appreciate that. Uh, so you, you suffered through the COVID plague. That's the last time we spoke yeah, right man. right before then. Uh, I knew it was getting bad when I saw Hugh Jackman waiting tables at Carmine's. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, wow. Times are tough. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> the music it, man serving pasta. It was, it was rough times. Yeah. Rough times. You got trouble right here. I <laughs> <laughs> say trouble right here yeah, in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's funny because you were, I remember you, I, it was down and out and kind of bleak for a while, right? Dude, it was not only professionally, yeah. but personally, everything just kind of hit the fan at that point in time. Yeah. So it was, uh, anyone who's ever lost their job, but then n- knew there was nothing in sight, you know how deep and dark that shit can get. Yeah, uh, it, it was, it was, I mean, to, to be honest, at the, you know, for the first six months, it was kind of chill. It was kind of like, okay, yeah. this is going to be a good chance to kind of reset and everything. And then it, it just, it, it went south yeah. quickly. I know you were thinking about selling insurance. Oh, uh, well, I, I went back to school. Did you really? Worse oh. than that. I went back to school. Uh-huh. I did. I went back for marketing, uh, took online courses at Indiana University and, uh, Yeah. You I can't like, keep Ben Davis down. No, I was yeah, I, I, for the first time in my life. I made chancellor's list. I, wow, I, I was not a good student because <laughs> I didn't care, and yeah. I was like, "Oh crap! This is I should have taken a couple of years off before yeah. I went the first time." Yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of Christmas songs you were singing earlier, on the third and fourth, you were singing uh, with the symphony in Indiana. Yeah, I, well, I'm from Indianapolis yeah. originally, yeah. and then uh, I got to go back and sing and see my mom and, and brother and niece and nephew and sister-in-law. It was great. How cool was that? Yeah, so, it was amazing. Uh, amazing for your mom to just sit there and you're on stage singing. Yeah, uh, it, just was, a and it was her birthday too, so that was oh great. My God. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it all worked out. When my the concert agent called me and asked me if I wanted to do it, I was like, oh, absolutely. He's like, well, the money's not maybe what you used to. I was like, it doesn't matter. You used to be home for mom's birthday. It's great. Oh, that's so cool. I, I have a, a one Christmas anecdote. Um, my mom... Um, was it's a, it's a good story but not a sad story she was had cancer and i knew and i was in my 20s and i thought and i sang choir when i was a kid she brought me up to the church and i said every christmas i would do midnight mass with the choir mm. you know the red yeah. you know, vestments and uh, at 11 30 they do caroling and at midnight we do the the high mass and you know my mom would yeah i'd go to bed at seven o'clock she'd make me up at nine because <laughs> you know for I was six to 12 years old you know that's what i did yeah and um I would sing, you know, Midnight Mass. When she had cancer, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a, my John Coyle Christmas special for my mom. That's amazing. And I would, she, she didn't even know it was in a highball because she didn't drink. She's like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to bring you a drink. She's like, I want a highball. I go, what's in it? She goes, I don't know. It's a highball. So it's gin and tonic, basically, right? <laughs> so I bring her gin and tonic. I'd wear a scarf and I would just take requests. Uh-huh. And I would sing every Christmas song that she asked me for. That's and amazing. that was my Christmas gift to her. That's fantastic. Because uh, I thought it was just a perfect thing to do. And that's uh, what, to me, that's what, that's what holidays and Christmas are all about. Yeah. It's just like, Putting all the bullshit from the year side and, and just being with your family and yeah. for at least a couple hours loving them. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and getting along. So what have you been doing to get in the spirit? 
What about, we got, like I told you, we got a puppy back uh, in September. Oh, wow. So uh, I've been watching the dog a lot. Um, we didn't decorate. We got, we put some lights up, but uh, Michaela, my girlfriend, wanted a tree. And I was like, okay, we got, we just got a puppy. Where, where are we going to put said, said tree? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, this is so cliche, but I love, love actually. Mm. Love actually always brings in the Christmas oh, season. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people, it's yeah, the Macy's yeah. Thanksgiving Day Parade, ushers in the holiday season. To me, it's love, actually. Yeah. For me, Basically, I too. Yes. I have um, A Child's Christmas in Wales by Dylan oh, Thomas. Okay. I've been reading it. I read it every single year with my daughter since she's been young. That's amazing. And it's, you know, Dylan Thomas recounting growing up as a young child in this little village in Wales. And it's uh, just a uh. beautiful story. And I always read A Christmas Carol. Good for you. I, I don't know. I love it. Just that redemption thing. I think, around the, the you know, there's a one man show. I, I want to. Did you see it? I saw it at the Merchant House. I heard it's fantastic. I've seen it twice now. Oh, and Jefferson Mays. It's, it moved us all. I took my yeah. family, my 20 year old son, afterwards. He was just shocking his dad. I'll be honest. I thought it was going to be a little corny at yeah. first. And he was blown away. I heard it's fantastic. I it brought to tears it. to my eyes. I mean, he's such an amazing actor. He's an amazing actor. Michael Arden, who's the director of that, is also fantastic. So and yeah. it's this great old brownstone, oh, you know. And he's, he's so a cool. wingback chair, and he's that's got so he's got cool. you know, the velvet vest on, and he tells the whole story and plays all the parts. I was like unbelievable. That put us in the that'll spirit. do it. That'll, that'll do it. And you know, I think it's been hard because we've had kind of a, a weird weather thing. And, yeah, uh, we had a little first dusting of snow today, but. Hopefully it'll. But that being said, I'm leaving on Saturday. It's going to be 75 where I'm at oh, uh, through Christmas. I guess. So. I guess we have to talk about uh, um, where you're going. But first, quickly, yeah. have you seen um, Have a Murray Christmas? No. What is it's, that? it's. I think it's Netflix. It's Bill Murray, and and the, this is the premise. It's the snowstorm to end all snowstorms, yeah. and he's caught in the Carlisle, and he's supposed to do a live TV sh- Christmas TV show. And um, and nobody can make it. And George Clooney's supposed to be there, and huh. everybody's supposed to. And like Chris Rock ends up like being walking by in the middle of a blizzard, and he pulls him in. And of course, he sings some song with him. It is some of the worst acting <laughs> you've ever seen. And like Buster Poindexter, David Johansson's oh in it. Um, it's really and it takes place like you know, they're in the bar drinking. The yeah, and and uh, Bembleman's. Yeah, and it's just like it's so odd and fucking weird that it actually kind of works. Because uh, it's because it's Bill Murray. That reminds yeah. me of um, so I did a little night music on Broadway with Elaine Stritch and Bernadette Peters. Uh-huh. And Elaine lived at the Carlisle. Wow! And every now and then you would come to your dressing room, and at your table would be these little condiment hmm? things like of mayonnaise or yeah. mustard or ketchup, uh. and they were they were what she got from the Carlisle and room service or whatever, and she would just bring them in and gift you. A little condiment, <laughs> a little bottle of, of, of Hellman's mayonnaise, or a little, the, you know, oh, Heinz 57. The condiment queen has condiment, uh, delivered her. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was the funniest thing. That, and she um, she was married to the family, the guy who owned Bay's English Muffins. Do you know Bay's English oh, yeah, Muffins? Yeah, sure. Um, really, really good. Yeah. So we would get full boxes delivered to our home on the holidays. Of like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of English muffins. My freezer was packed full right. of English muffins for like months after. So she lived at the Carlisle? She lived at the Carlisle. That's going to be just so like bizarre. Louise at the, yeah, no, absolutely. She's still on Broadway, right? She's, she's she dead did now. No? Yeah, she's passed away. And I knew she was going to because she moved from here back to Detroit, where she's from. Oh, fuck. And How long ago did she pass away? Three, four years ago. Oh, fuck. Okay. And... Um, 
she I knew as soon as she got out of New York and got out of theater, she was because she was just a creature of the theater, right? And that was her life force. And I knew that if she moved away, it was not for good reasons. Wow. Yeah, cancer. Fascinating yeah. woman. Yeah, fascinating woman. All right, let's get back to the seventy-five degrees. Where the hell are you going? I'm going to <laughs> Kaohsiung, Taiwan, wow. which is in the south of, of Taiwan, to uh, sing with the symphony on the twenty-fourth. But I leave on the the eighteenth. It's it's so great. You've sung with a lot of symphonies, and you you can love it. Didn't you? Did you did Sondheim? You did. I did, I did a Cole lot of Porter. Sondheim. Yeah. Um, it's it's a trip singing with the symphony. Okay, it's it's just, so amazing. It's honestly like this sonic wave that that completely lifts yeah. you up and just like, carries you forward. It's it's amazing. And do you know what you're singing? Like yeah, it's a lot of Broadway stuff. Uh, a couple Christmas songs. The uh, here it's canceled, but we're doing Baby It's Cold Outside, which I think is completely mistaken. Anyways, we're doing that I, in Taiwan because we can. I, I just saw this uh, gentleman was talking about Baby It's Cold Outside being canceled. And yeah. He said, so at the same time that year, it was two years ago, I think yeah. it got canceled. Yeah, at least. Um, he said at the same time they canceled this because it's kind of rapey, cringy. Yeah. cringy. He said at the same exact time, the number one song, Wet ass pussy, <laughs> W A P, and it literally goes. And he says, "Here's the lyrics to Baby It's Cold. Yeah. Baby It's Cold Outside. Maybe It's Cold Outside. Maybe you should stay." And then he does the lyrics to that, and it's yeah. just like, "Give it to me." Uh -huh. And it's just uh -huh. like, "Yeah, this is where we are." Well, and also, you know so that, that Baby up. It's Cold Outside. It, would, it was a party song that they would like make up lyrics <clears throat> to. It, right. it, you know, it, it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. Right. Right. But, you know, whatever. We get to do that. And then I'm singing some, uh, I'm singing The Song Is You, which Sinatra did a lot. All the greats did. Mm. And a lot of Broadway stuff. So it'll, it'll be fun. It's a lot of singing, but it'll be fun. Yeah. What's your favorite song to sing hmm. of that, like, genre? Do you like oh, Do you I, like the crooner stuff? Or do I you love like the Broadway crooner stuff? stuff. Yeah. I sang, um, what was it? It was a Cole Porter with the Philly Pops. And it was the old charts that I, i'm totally blanking on the guy's name is very famous orchestrator back in those t in those days and i'm doing his chart for this the song is you too um, Riddle or but um yeah and uh i've got you under my skin was oh. and, and it has this it has this symphonic or the this the, this interlude where the symphony just like builds and the trumpets build and then it like takes off on this like wacky thing it's 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 fun it's yeah. it's a lot of fun uh, that's that sounds so cool so how long are you gonna be in taiwan for Seven days. I get back yeah. at nine o'clock on Christmas Day, which Christmas sucks, Day. But all right. Well, you're back for Christmas Day. I'm back. I'm back. Your, girl, your girlfriend will you know, be there. And it's going to be fun. I, uh, let's hope, because the last time I was there, I was in Taipei, uh, February of 2020, mm -hmm. right when the shit really oh, hit the fan. yeah, right. So I'm, I'm hoping my visits to uh, Taiwan are, do not portend to pandemics. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I, we don't need that again. I get such PTSD when I even see masks still from this. I, but now uh, we got to uh, start doing it again. Like things are getting bad again. Yeah, I'm not believing it. I don't I'm know. Sorry. I don't know what yeah. to do. But th th there's like, especially in my industry, yeah. if I get sick, yeah, you're in deep shit. I'm in deep shit. Yeah. I can't. I can't perform. Which is so, why I tested before I saw you. I appreciate you, that. Because Thank I know you're you. traveling and also yeah. just to come into work. I'm, I test more than anyone I know. Yeah. Um, well, and and I, I don't wear masks and I'm not paranoid at all. I've, I'm vaxxed, but I, yeah. I, I just feel it's my responsibility, particularly if somebody's traveling or my office, people have babies. Yeah. Like, I, you know, have to, you have to do the right thing. Yeah. Just, it's, we got to learn to live with this, but God, it's not fun to have to deal. It's just time to move on. Yeah. So Taiwan for seven days. Have you been before? Just to Taipei. I've not been to wow. Kaohsiung, so wow. it's going to be, it, it's completely different, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, it's a, I love Taipei. Taipei was amazing. The food was amazing. The people were great. It's clean. 
uh, I've really had a great time. Oh, that's that's so freaking cool, man! Yeah. You, you got the life now. I tell so you, you what, suffered for this couple so years. I'm knocking yeah. on a lot of wood here, but life wow. is good. Wow. Life is so good. So is Broadway back now? Yeah, man, it's back. I mean, they're going they're going through a lot of sicknesses now. Yeah. Like people are getting COVID again, and but it, it's definitely back. It's um, my girlfriend's in Wicked, and uh, they're selling out. I mean, it's, it's a, a great juggernaut. show. It's a juggernaut. Wow. Uh, so it's it's all back. Mm. Yeah, they're figuring out because shows are a lot more expensive now. Everything is like this. Uh, new shows are, are expensive to put up now, more expensive to put up. Uh, so everybody's figuring out the, the the economics of it. Yeah, and and there's, I guess it's back. If people are so starved for entertainment, yeah, they're not thinking about the dollar right now. They just need to be back socializing with people. We are, you know, we're dancing animals. We need each other. It's still interesting yeah. because we got so we did get so used to sitting in our living rooms and watching things on TV. Right. And I know that a lot of films are having problems uh, getting people into movie theaters because right. people would rather have, they have great setups at home. Why go to a movie theater? But I, there is something to be said for sitting in a, a room with a bunch of people and experiencing something. Yeah. That's a, it's, it is a communal experience that I think we need as human beings. Yeah. In live theater particularly. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, I would say like seeing great theater because night after night it changes, despite it's the same word, same music. Yeah. As you know, there's a chemistry thing that happens with an audience. Absolutely. And I always it's say, like, yeah, the dialogue. And sometimes it's like it's like seeing a comet. Mm-hmm. You know, some nights it's just like, oh my god, magical, and it'll never be this again. No. And no. and I got to witness like this really fantastic night when everything just took off. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So what what else is going on with you? Uh, you you have some surprise coming up. I do I've got yeah. some? It's good stuff. So yeah. Thursday, uh, which is December fifteenth, I did this show called The Game. Uh, it's in season two on Paramount Plus that I have uh, four four episodes in, which was a lot of fun. The cast was fantastic. Um, we'll see, you know, if if it gets renewed after this season, then there's the opportunity for me to come back, which would be fantastic. And then uh, January thirty first, I start rehearsals for New York, New York. It's a new musical uh, based very very loosely based on the movie New York, New York, which is a Scorsese pick with oh. Liza Minnelli and Ro- and De Niro. And um, the only, it, it, that's a jumping off point, honestly. It's, it's basically, they got the rights to that because the song New York, New York. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we the world the goes around. We need to this. Yes. I'm going to get you oh, your I need, a, I need more. Um, the song New York, New York is in it. Uh, it's Cantor and Ebb, uh, who wrote Chicago as well. Oh, cool. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is also writing new songs for it. Oh, wow. And this is this is really going to get a lot yeah. of heat. Yeah, and has uh, rewriting some of the lyrics to help out. Uh, it's directed by Susan Stroman, who uh, is a fantastic director. It's at the St. James Theater. Holy shit, that's a and, good uh, theater. Yeah. Well, we got a toast, so we're going to drink a little mezcal. Cheers. Thank you, sir. Lagrimas del Dolores, one of my favorites. I'm on a mezcal kick. My last episode was about mezcal. It's so good. It is a it's spiritual so beverage. Good. This is a this is wild agave. It's ma, uh, magüe cenizo. Um, the I mean, wild agaves are rare. Yeah. Uh, they're very expensive. And this is distilled like they did, were doing it, you know, 400 years it ago. It is so good. Um, gives you such lift and spirit. Yeah. And so here's to you, man. Thank you. That's very a much. fucking badass show. When's it, when's it's it open? Fun. We open um, late April, I think like April 24th, 25th, or something like that. I'm excited. Wow. It's a big ass show. 29 people in the cast, 19 people in the orchestra. Wow. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's really a, a postcard. Uh, a, to New York, it's like a, it's it's going to be special. I think it's yeah. it's all about New York and what makes New York New York, which is the people. Right. And um, so, is it based on Scorsese's movie? Yeah, kind of. Not yeah. really, though. I mean, like I said, it's just a jumping-off point. 
um, mostly just to get rights to the songs that were right. in it. There was there were original songs in it, um, but it, it's all about the people of New York, and mm-hmm. I, I think that I don't want to give away anything. But it's gonna it's 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 really just like a uh, a note to New York City, and about in a time it's right after the World War II when. Everybody was coming to New York because it, it was a center of hope and a center right. of possibilities. Right. Uh, if I can make it there, I'll make it anywhere. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, the um, famous photo of the sailor kissing the woman after the war. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, and uh, I mean, it, New York exploded. Absolutely, yeah, it did. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, the guys sitting on the uh, beam, you know, oh, the construction yeah, workers. Yeah, the iron workers, yeah. Yep. Uh, so it, it, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I feel like, so John Kander, who wrote the music, Fred Ebb died years ago. John Kander's 95 years old, still wow. writing songs for this. Is still there. They say he's still, they try to keep up with him. And he came here after the war. Um, and so he has a real sense of what it was like and right. won't let it get, a lot of times I've been a little tired of Broadway because everything gets Broadwayified. It gets, a, you know, schmaltzed over. It gets yeah. a, a glossy. And I, I don't want that. I don't. I, I just let's pre- present it truthfully and, and uh, you know and some pain and some pathos is, 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 is the truth of you know it's the uh, um, you know the trial by fire you know yeah. you get stronger going through fire that's what New York is that's you know exactly it's like what it is E.B. White says you know yeah if you're going to move to New York you have to be willing to be lucky well and see that's right? what they talked about I just had a meeting with the director and everything and they talked about E.B. White's book yeah. which I had had I got that I think during the during COVID, actually, yeah, I got it. It's just such a great. Yeah, yeah, it's there's a bunch of those New York writers that could really yeah. do it, uh, do it, do it, uh, give you the feel yeah. of, of New York City. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I I know that New York is out there still somewhere. I think it is. I, I between you and me, I wish we could like take fucking SpongeBob off Broadway. I know. And I get it, but like, couldn't you put that in like a, the Disney theaters and keep it off of the Great White Way? There, it just seems to just... I, I think there's a place for it. The problem is there when is, yeah. all of Broadway gets to be that way. Yeah. You know, you can have... A, there should be something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So there should be there should be that, but we can do it in an intelligent way. And I didn't see SpongeBob, and some people said it was very intelligent and, and witty and, and clever. And that's great, but that's not what Broadway should all be. 100%. And I mean, we need, because what's happened is that people only look to big names that they can recognize, and they stop taking a chance on shows that, you know, are maybe more creative and have a new story and right. something new to say. Uh, and we just go, and, and granted, I get it because tickets are expensive, so you go with a known commodity. Um, but it would be nice to, to get to a point again where, where people are, are willing to take a chance. Well, so, I mean, New York, New York is a chance. It, I think it is that's a, a little that's bit. That's a big one, right? Yeah, because look, the movie did not do well, and right. even, the, even people involved were like, you know, we had a hard time getting through the movie. So it's not that, and they need to, they need to make sure people know that. Um, but we have, look at the people you got. Kander and Ebb, you've got, yeah. you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda. You've Is he got, writing it and, He's writing some music. He, no, he's, okay, just he's just writing, writing. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's huge. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, he was a breath of fresh air for Broadway. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Needed, right? And just a smart guy. Smart guy. And I don't think he'll let us get away with bullshit either. And, and Susan Stroman won't either. I think it's, it's going to be it's gonna be special. That, that sounds really fucking incredible. Yeah. So have you listened to any of the music yet? I've listened, you know, I listened to the... Because I'm sure that's all under wraps, right? Yeah, well, it, you can go, I mean, you can go and find the soundtrack for 
the movie and right. the the songs that were in that that Kander and Ebb wrote, you can listen to them. Okay. They're going to be different now, like because right. originally when this they had me audition for this, it wasn't going to be a singing role. My role wasn't going to be a singing role, and I was like, oh, that's amazing because I've done a lot of big singing shows on Broadway, and right. I kind of wanted to come in, be an actor, and be an actor, like yeah. just like not sing right and so i was fantastic and i booked the gig and i was like holy shit i can have so many martinis after shows because i don't have to sing (laughs) (laughs) and you know when when you're doing a big singing show on broadway you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do before you get out of bed is go hmm hmm huh and you check your voice right to see if it's there and that's not fun yeah because then if it's not there you spend the next 10 hours before you go to the theater stressed out sure about you know i actually talked when i was down doing uh, the game, Rick Fox, who played for the Lakers, played oh, for the sure. Celtics, okay. yeah. Yeah. and he's from Indiana, uh, where I'm from, uh, was on the show. And we were talking about, because we were talking about Broadway, and I was like, well, Rick, you know what it's like, because it's the same thing when you're an athlete. You wake up in the morning, and you're like, how do my legs feel? Sure. What's, yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, he was like, that's exactly it. And he's like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this game. And I know, I'm like, yeah, there have been times before shows where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this show. Right. Also, particularly if a song has a a certain high note oh that, my God. That, you, that you can only hit when it's you know when you're really peaking. No, that's, if you're not there, it's tough. It's so stressful, and all you do is, and then the more you stress about it, the harder it is. And right. and so, but now I so I booked the gig, didn't have to sing, and then I went in to last Tuesday for the meeting. And they're like, so we weren't going to have the guy sing, but when we got you, we were like, well, we've got to have him sing. So now I'm singing a little snippet uh, of a song. It's not going to cut into martini time, um, <laughs> but I, I am going to sing a little bit, which will be yeah. fun. So. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I, I know Hugh Jackman uh, was saying that uh, for his, like, when you know, when you're abroad and you're doing your two shows, and he said, like, he would just, afterwards, he wouldn't even hang out with people. He'd jump in a cab and go home no. because yeah. he wanted to be tempted. And he felt like when you're paying top dollar for tickets, you're, it's your responsibility to be game on. Well, every, especially when your name time. is in, you know, 60 feet tall on the, yeah. on the, the marquee and right. the people are coming not really to see Music Man. They're coming to see Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I can't imagine that stress. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. I, mean, I can't imagine the paycheck either, but I... <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice paycheck. That's yeah. going to be a, a hell of a paycheck. Uh, yeah. Do you ever, you ever... He has a great coffee shop called The Laughing... Oh, yeah. Laughing Man? Laughing Man, yeah. Yeah, and it's really good coffee. It's he fantastic. donates a big chunk of it to... Charities yeah. or something. Hey, I mean, I, I've met him once, mm. and I have nothing but amazing things to say he's about him. He's fucking huge. Yeah. I walked by him, yeah, I'm like, he wow, it's huge Jackman. Yeah. He's, he's a, a big he's dude. He's a big yeah. dude. And he can big dance dude. his ass off, too. It's, it's unreal yeah. what he does. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, the TV show. Yeah. Uh, Broadway. Broadway. So, uh, now, how does that time out? Because if you lock into a Broadway show. Yeah. So, I've, I've got uh, the first six months I'm until Tony's, which are in June, I'm pretty well in in new york new york land and then there so you contractually you ask for outs mm-hmm. or you ask for dates uh for tv when that comes through so the tv wouldn't start to like august of of next year okay so oh. yeah oh that's cool Roll. yeah they that's don't start the... they film like august october they do it really wow. intense but what an employed actor oh, singer fuck. like <laughs> i don't know how the hell it happened man it's like feast or famine you know what i mean it's especially after the last two yeah. years it's like I don't know, and I'm you know, 47 years old, and the good thing is, I'm very white, this is radio, so they won't tell, I'm very white, I have a, a graying beard, 
and I play an asshole very well. And every character I've played for the last years has been an ass. They want the white devil is in great need right now. Yeah, and I'm happy to fill that role. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we are public enemy number one. We are public Let's enemy be, number so, one, and I'm yeah, you know yeah. it's fine. It's if I can if you can make some money on, on that it, somehow. Absolutely. Uh, that's uh, that's so cool. Um, we got to talk about food for a second. Yes. Uh, we, so we're drinking our mezcal. Yes. You, give me your favorite two restaurants you visited recently. Oh, crap. Because we always close the food and we let you sing us out. Okay, so right. here's one, and it's not New York. Okay, we're gonna good, go to, we're going enough. back to Indianapolis. It's okay. called Beholder. And okay. uh, they also own a place called Milktooth in, in Indy. And look, the, 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 the Indy dining scene is, is still burgeoning. Friends of mine started a thing called Smoking Goose, which is like, a sh- they make charcuterie, they smoke oh, all the, I like that. they're fantastic. I like they, the name. Italy yeah. brings them in, they're, they're amazing. And okay. they kind of started this whole thing in Indy. And uh, Beholder, is it's it's as New York as, as you can get in Indy. It's really, really fantastic. Oh, cool. Um, what have I had here? You know, look, I always go to Crown Shy. It's like, yeah, it's, that's it, a good place. It's a spot, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's walking distance to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Mel's, I can go to Mel's. Oh, love often the pizza! Too. It's yeah. so good. Uh, I had a better meal at Mel's than I did at El Cora. So that's um, the, yeah. The pizza is uh, spectacular. So, she, it she was is, great, and the steak is good yeah. at, at Mel's too. Yeah. The steak is fantastic. Yeah. It's 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 a very very cool place. It is, and then you can go down to Discolo, which is like his cat's disco downstairs. Which I have been to that. Oh, it's been to so that, yeah. fucking fun. So is that every night of the week, or just yeah? Like, I think yeah. so. But yeah, go down there and have a drink. It's all this lights, and it's like a disco room. Oh, cool. Yeah, it, people shit on disco, but you know, it's happy music. Oh, it's and amazing. Goddamn, we need some happiness. Yeah. You know? uh, and then oh, in December, I got to send a shout out company, uh, the wine wine bar over oh, in yeah, Soho. Okay. Uh, they do every. December they do a Hawaiian food menu and oh that's actually fucking badass oh. and uh, I just love the folk over there Kaipo is a good friend of mine who's the GM there now and is from Kauai and he kind of gives the okay on the uh, the Hawaiian food every year and uh, oh. it's fun a lot oh that's gonna be cool yeah Hawksmoor oh yeah yeah Monday night really beautiful room yeah I heard it's uh, gorgeous and it's a uh, uh, BYOB so I think they do like limited corkage kind of thing, but like that's the place to be on a Monday night. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Cause I want to just go to the room. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay. So we'll close out. I'll give you the, my, my fame, favorite Christmas bar to go to. Um, and it's a little cheesy. It's a little over the top. I love it. Um, that's what Christmas is about. Uh, one if by land, two if by sea on Barrow. Yeah. It's an old, uh, uh, what do you call it? Coach house. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, I used to live right by there. It's, it's a grand piano fireplace uh, f- it's a it's an old like brownstone uh, 15 foot Christmas trees there's like five of them garland oh. lights uh, waiters are in tuxes I don't go for the food I go yeah. for the atmosphere and my friend who's a jazz aficionado who's a bit of a snob he's just sitting there he goes well, I'm sure this guy's not going to know this song I just go ask the guy so he goes over to the piano says the guy you know, forget what the song it was and the guy goes uh, takes out his iPhone he goes what's the name of the song puts, up, puts it up oh, and yeah. immediately starts just playing beautifully uh. and my friend is like oh shit and they go and they have Duval on tap he's like oh fuck <laughs> and it's the most Christmassy place is there a bar you'll you can just ever go to? be yeah that's what I just do. go for the bar I'll just go there yeah Oh, that'd be it's fantastic. great, and you can sit by the, this fake fireplace. It feels like a real fireplace. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful. Oh, it's, that's it's, amazing. It's, it's it's over the top, but it's 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 really kind of 
It's kind of cool Christmas. Oh, that sounds gorgeous. Right. That sounds gorgeous. You're going to sing me out. What am I going to sing? What is your, what's your favorite, what's your favorite oh. Christmas carol? Uh, Let's see if I know it. Do you know what? It's uh, Oh Holy Night, believe it or not. Mm. All right, I'm going to push the mic back. Can you push it back? And we'll do that. I'll tag us out uh, slowly. Uh, ready when you, you are. Ready. <clears throat> oh, holy night. Wow. The stars are brightly shining. Holy, sing about it. It is the <laughs> night of our dear Savior's birth. I want to thank my good friend Ben for being on the show. Only the world in sin and error You should check out his past episode. I don't know what number it is. Go on the website, drinkingthejob.com. And the when he was playing basketball, and he was a, you know, he was a player, and he's got a great backstory. You should check him out on his on his Instagram, Ben Davis. Look for him coming up on this Broadway show, and uh, check out DOTJ podcast back episodes. A lot of fun there. I just will say, everyone have a great Christmas. I hope you're deep in the spirit. Drink mezcal. Thanks for being on, Ben. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah.